This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. We're going to get a chance now to talk to a, a man who has covered the Tennessee Titans. Can give us a bit of insight on uh, Arthur Smith and why he will be or could be a great hire for the Atlanta Falcons. He's Ron Davenport from ESPN who covers the Titans, joining us here on the home team and Hamilton show on the fan 680-93-7 FM. Ron, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hey, fellas, good morning. Appreciate you guys having me on. What makes Arthur Smith so attractive after two years of being an offensive coordinator with the Tennessee Titans? I think a couple things. First is the balance. You look at what this Titans offense did last year. They had the fifth most rushing yards by a single player in the history of this game. Derrick Henry, 2,025 yards. But then you look at what they also did in the passing game, Almost 2,000-yard receivers. A.J. Brown hit it, but Corey Davis, he fell just short, 16 yards. So that is something that I would call balance. But then looking at the Falcons specifically, go back to 2016 when Matt Ryan had that MVP year under Kyle Shanahan. What was that based off of? A lot of play action, getting the quarterback on the move and allowing him to make plays that way. That's exactly what Ryan Tannehill has excelled at doing under Arthur Smith. And, and Joe, you know the value, right, of being able to get on the move and, you know, be able to make plays that way and how much that helps you as a quarterback. So that's, in my opinion, the, the two big reasons why he's so attractive. Teron, what does it say about Arthur Smith that he's able or was able to, you know, last three different coaching staffs? Right. That's that's another awesome point. And that was one of the things that really impressed Mike Vrabel when he was uh, going through the, the building his staff when he first got here. And then also in when he named his offensive coordinator, when Matt LaFleur moved on. And just to kind of further move on that, that the confidence that, that he has as far as addressing the room, there were times as the tight ends coach where he had to address the offense as a whole. And that stood out to Mike Vrabel, and that allowed him to see that this guy is a leader and he is someone that, that can take tar- charge of the offense because that's more or less what had to happen with Mike Vrabel focusing so much on the defense. Joined by Teron Davenport, ESPN reporter, covers the Titans here on the home team in Hamilton show on the fan, 680-93-7 FM. People who are concerned, people who would say um, – you know, well, the offensive line is better in Tennessee. Derrick Henry, the last two years, is better than everybody who's touched the ball, running the ball for the Falcons uh, the last couple of years, is not coming. What would you say to those people who say, you know what, it's just a little bit better setup and how much of his imprint is really on the game? There's a word called Somali, which means patience. That's what you have to have. I get it. Kevin Stefanski went into Cleveland, had immediate success. I, I get it. You know, Matt LaFleur had quick success. Some of these other guys have been able to to do really well. Kyle Shanahan, I think you just need patience. And you have to look at the overall picture. There's a lot that has to happen. You have a new GM that has to come in. The salary cap situation is atrocious. So there are some things that are going to have to go there. But the good thing is they do have pretty good draft picks, right? The number four overall, whether it's Zach Wilson, if, if 
everything lines up and Justin Fields falls or, or Trey Lance, there are options where you get the quarterback of the future. But it's really important to have patience. And even though he was able to have a quick turnaround here in Tennessee, as you mentioned, some of those players aren't going to be the, the same players that, that are in Atlanta. So I, I really think that it, it's going to be patience. But the scheme-wise and what he does to design and layer plays and how he uses motion to get guys in really good situations, you know, as far as our matchups are concerned, I think that's what you have to look at. And, and this team, I believe, strongly will be successful, at least offensively. Teron Davenport, ESPN reporter, covers the Tennessee Titans. You can follow him at Davenport underscore NFL. Joining us here on the home team in Hamilton show. Teron, I've been on record saying that I don't want my head coach calling plays, whether he's an offensive guy or a defensive guy. Uh, with that being said, do you think that Arthur Smith in his first year, if he takes a job here in Atlanta, will be calling his own plays? Or do you think he will hire an OC and keep his philosophy, but hire somebody else to kind of run it the way he can have his attention on different areas all areas of the football team. Two names that I would watch would be Keith Carter, who was an assistant with the Falcons before he came here, and, and Pat O'Hara, the quarterback's coach. And the reason being is because I do see Arthur Smith as a guy that's just overseeing everything, but making sure that his mm. philosophy and, and scheme is where it needs to be. And so that's why I would imagine – he would try to bring one of the guys from the staff currently with the Titans to Atlanta to allow that continuity. And I think that would be a good thing, though. Did he answer for uh, the series of play calls? You got a man that's rushed for 3,500 yards. You got second down, third down, and short. And you don't give that guy the ball, and then you don't win the game? Yeah. I. You know, they, he wasn't available to us to talk about that. That's probably, to his sake, uh, you know, good for him. I, hey, listen, man, that, that game, you know, you got A.J. Brown in, in the slot just dominating Marlon Humphreys, uh, for Humphrey, excuse me, and they, you know, they got away from it. I get it. There were some adjustments. Jimmy Smith, you know, switched out. But, yeah, there were some times where you would see what, what Arthur Smith was doing and just kind of scratch your head. But that wasn't as often as you see what he's doing and you're like, wow, that was set up really nicely. So, there was more good than bad, at least in my opinion, watching them over the last couple of years. Can you put, Teron, a finger on what type of offense Arthur Smith runs? I know it's a ground and pound, play action and gap scheme, but what what does he call it specifically? He doesn't really have a specific name for it, and it's interesting because well, you, mentioned, you mentioned gap, but there's also an aspect of, of, of zone. Like, they do a lot of outside zone. Um, you got inside zone, of course, as well, so – it's a good mixture and blend, and I, I think there's there's another thing that, that you have to like about it is, is just the unconventional aspect. Obviously, the Wildcat, that's something they, they put in, but they'll have, they had John o. Smith lined up, the tight end lined up as a running back sometimes. They'll use 13 personnel and shift to empty at times. So I, I think unconventional is, is a good way to, to look at it, but he doesn't have any, you, you know, uh, fun and gun or, or, or anything <laughs> like that that you have to worry about coining uh, on the radio there. And lastly, just point blank, what kind of hire would Arthur Smith be for the Atlanta Falcons moving forward? He gets the TD stamp of approval from me. I think it's an awesome hire, 
And I, I think it's really just going to come down to them being patient. And Arthur Smith, like I said, he, he's a leader. I, I've seen him direct the offense, you know, during camp when we get to watch install and all of that. I, I've seen him put things in play. And actually, he's a guy that will go to a receiver. And, I mean, it won't be pretty, but he'll run the route the way he wants it to, to be run, <laughs> you know. And uh, he'll, show you, he'll show you exactly what it is that, that he needs. He's very demanding. Um, I, I think it's a, it'll be a really good hire. They just have to, man, that GM, uh, that is one thing I don't envy. God bless whoever comes in to, to handle all that because, uh, yeah, that's a big job in itself. Well, Teron, we certainly thank you for your time this morning. Great information. We'd love to have you uh, back on again. Teron Davenport, ESPN reporter who covers the Tennessee Titans. You can follow him at T Davenport underscore NFL. And uh, when I get a chance to talk to Arthur Smith, I will ask him about that series. So I'll get that information back to you if you need it. Uh, no, I'm good, man. Just telling the TD said what's up, man. All right. Take care. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for Brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.